Hello, everybody. Good evening. Um, some of you may not know this. Uh, you may have heard me on my show Climactic and soon to be a new podcast from ERA. But I got my start doing this right here on Anchor. I knew I wanted to start a show, and Anchor was such an easy way to sort of test the waters, see how confident I was speaking into a mic, see if I could stand the sound of my own voice recorded. And so I did a little project, oh God, like eight, nine months ago at the start of 2018, uh, where I did a little audio journal or just uh, a little audio something every day for a few weeks. And then I kind of let that lapse. Um, it's still around somewhere. So if you really care, you can find it. But because I'm doing so much for Climactic and I, you know, I'm already putting out two shows a week at the moment, um, like there isn't enough of me in audio out in the world. I, I go to stuff like I'm just leaving the second week of the Port Phillip Eco Champs program right now, and I kind of want to record a little recap or you know get some of my thoughts down, even if it's just for my own sake. And Anchor is just such an easy way to do that. So instead of having to worry about a laptop setup and mics and stuff, I can literally just talk into my AirPods rather than use them to listen to other shows for once. So. I'm just going to stop that here to see if that's actually recording. So just very quickly to recap tonight before I go home and spend some time with my lovely wife and my cat, um, the Port Phillip Eco Champs, Enviro Champs, Eco, Enviro, same thing. The Port Phillip Program for Sustainability that I'm currently a part of, the 10-week program, uh, yeah, just left week two tonight, and man, it's a it's a great program. It really helps you think systemically about becoming a person who organizes environmental groups or champions environmental causes, and it's um it's really 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 cool. So tonight was uh, we did some SWOT analysis, and you guys are probably familiar with this from high school economics class or you know university stuff. So we did a strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats assessment of across this group of 40 people. We had four topics. So me and about nine other people uh, did an analysis of the topic pollution in Port Phillip Bay. So whether that's plastic pollution or uh, we recently had a pretty big fire on the waterfront in an industrial area in Melbourne just a couple months ago. Uh, So whether it's chemical pollution leaking into the bay as well. So we kind of were able to break down what are the benefits of stopping pollution going into the bay? What are the weaknesses of tackling that as a project? Uh, what are the opportunities and yeah, what are the threats? We came up with a lot of really cool stuff, but one of the main things we highlighted is the opportunity to get really cross-sectoral agreement on this topic that the bay needs to be protected because businesses, especially in Port Phillip Council and really along the entire Port Phillip foreshore are so reliant on the bay for tourism, for their, for their really, for all the businesses that are along that foreshore are either directly connected to the bay for their business or their uh, sort of flow on effects from it. So like who wants to live in a building that's next to like a toxic bay? Like no one likes looking out over this dead, stagnant, polluted thing. It's basically like an American Superfund cleanup site. Um, so we can get 
people across a broad swath of society to agree that stopping pollution going into Port Phillip Bay and keeping it healthy and vibrant is a good thing. Um, but we also identify the biggest threat to that going on is that the pollution that's going into Port Phillip Bay at the moment, it is flowing into the bay from district uh, from councils that are well far inland from the bay. So we're talking cross-jurisdictional issues. We're talking all the outlying suburbs and different councils who may not come to the table as forcefully or as easily as the foreshore councils will and the businesses there as well. So it was a really cool thing. Um, met a lot of people tonight. Did a really cool interview with um, Elodie, who is a French uh, PhD student who did uh, her PhD all about penguins, which is really on point because in St. Kilda, uh, it's, it's really cool. We've got this colony of penguins that moved in. The first time in recorded history where penguins have set up a colony on a man-made structure. So the end of St. Kilda Pier, there's a big breakwater. A bunch of rocks have been piled up in the bay to shelter the marina behind it. And these penguins have just set up. And they started off with like a colony of like 80 penguins. And now they're up to like 1,500 just a couple decades later. So it was really cool talking to Elodie about penguins, about her time she spent in the subantarctic islands, which are these islands kind of exactly situated between South Africa, Australia, and Antarctica. And she went down there as part of this this French scientific research team, because um, the French have not a permanent base, but they sort of rotate people through on a on a seasonal basis. Um, and the French military actually has a presence on those islands, so that really helps with the support staff and keeping that infrastructure up and and luckily funded. Because hey, we don't fund science, but we fund military. It's a whole separate issue. Um, it's kind of cool how Anchor doesn't cut me off anymore like it used to, but it does run the risk of me rambling on and on and on. So I'll be more succinct in the future going forward with these, but it's great to be able to just turn on my phone and start recording. So consider this a bit of like behind the scenes climactic stuff and also just some updates from me. So look out in probably about four weeks for that interview with Elodie and for more updates about the Port Phillip EnviroChance program, which is really cool. And if you get the opportunity to do something like this, I highly recommend it because even though it's very broad and there might be some stuff covered that are either you already know or it's a bit sort of below your, your enthusiasm level or your sort of knowledge level, it's still really cool to be in a room, in my case with 40 other people who are right there on the same page with you about sustainability, about climate change, and it's just so great to be able to just start conversations without a whole bunch of lead-in and intro and making sure people are on your same page. You can just talk about it. And for that session to be the day after a pretty big, pretty heavy, pretty monumental IPCC report to come out was exactly what I needed. So hope you're all doing well. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.